I'm excited to share this special encore presentation of Casting Actors Cast. I'll be back in a few weeks. I'm having the hardest time coming up with the right theme for this week's podcast. So I guess I'm going to have to give it a second look. Wait a minute. (laughs) That's a great theme. It's all about a second look. Also, we're going to talk about callbacks. A second look on today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. Welcome to Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors. Each week, we provide practical, useful information to advance your craft and your career in the business of show. And now, here's your host, casting director Jeffrey Dreisbach. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of Casting Actors Cast. How are you? I hope you're well. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. Welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm your podcast host, casting director, Jeffrey Dreisbach. How are you today? Uh, I guess you can tell I'm feeling extra hyper today (laughs) because, you know, every week it's important that I come up with something that's going to kind of uh, titillate, captivate your attention. And I think I kind of found a good um, theme for today's show, and we're going to be calling it A Second Look, The Callback. But first, this is that moment of the podcast where I want to say thank you so much for tuning into Casting Actors Cast. If this is your first time tuning in to the podcast, it's so cool that you're here and I'm so grateful. If you've been a longtime listener, well, thank you so much. Um, I've been loving doing these podcasts and I'm just so excited that every week I get to have a chance to share some thoughts with you, to offer some advice, to really, my goal, I guess, is to try and make this a community of actors and be able to support the business of show. And uh, ever since I've been doing that over a little over two years now, um, I can't get over the response. It's been just tremendous. And I'm so, so happy about that. But I also want to let you know that if you're interested in finding out more about Casting Actors Cast, you know, that's really easy to do. You can go to the website, castingactorscast, all one word, dot com. And there you're going to find additional information. Uh, there's a page where I have uh, classes and things that I'm doing and teaching. Um, also, if you fill out the form on the landing page, that's the very first page, it says dive into the talent pool. I think that's kind of charming, isn't it? Anyway, if you do that, you click on that, it'll open up an opportunity for you to download a free 100-page book on voice acting called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. It's a book on voiceovers that I wrote, uh, I guess, five or six years ago. But I think it's still relevant today. I think you're going to find a lot of really interesting things. It's a downloadable PDF. That means you can leave it on your device so you don't have to, you know, waste paper. Or if you want a hard copy of the book, then you can go ahead and print that out. And that's all absolutely free of charge. What I get out of it is I get your email address and your name. (laughs) By the way, I don't do anything with that. It just helps me know that you're out there and participating. And uh, that just kind of fuels me in a really great way to continue to do these podcasts. And your support just by listening is greatly appreciated. Also, I want to say that I am recording all of these podcasts on the YouTube channel, YouTube 
YouTube channel, Casting Actors Cast. And if you haven't gone to the YouTube channel, I would love for you to go check it out. It would really mean a lot that you could like and subscribe, maybe leave a review. Any of those things that can help support this community would mean the world to me. And it kind of keeps me going. So please consider checking out the YouTube channel of Casting Actors Cast. Now, I want to do a huge shout out, as I've been doing for several weeks now, and it's a pleasure to do, is my shout out to Actors Connection. Actors Connection is an organization both in New York, Los Angeles, and Atlanta, but there are classes, seminars, workshops, intensives, all kinds of really supportive um, uh, places, classes, workshops, intensives, where you can meet with professionals working in the industry. Um, it's really reasonably priced. There's also a free at three series where you can listen to casting directors and agents. So it really is a, a an amazing place where like-minded professional actors go to learn as much as they can about the various aspects of the industry. And that's Actors Connection. I encourage you to check them out. They've been such uh, so supportive and such good friends of mine. And I love teaching there as well. And so you can even see maybe some classes that I may be teaching there in the near future, because it'd be a great to have you in class as well. Anyway, that's all my commercial. <laughs> that's all I can do is support uh, uh, Actors Connection. And I appreciate your support all the way around. So let's uh, actually, I want to, as we're talking about doing a second look today, I want to check out today's mail because it has to do with last week's podcast. So we're going to give that a second look right now. I have gotten so much feedback uh, as support and encouragement and people writing uh, their feelings about the podcast last week on resilience. Now, as you recall, resilience, we talked about bouncing back, whether it was from an audition that didn't go well and how you get yourself geared up to do the next one um, and the challenges that actors have in dealing with resilience. And I got um, just a handful of wonderful, um, supportive, and people giving me their sort of point of view. And I wanted to share one particular email that I got because it was so nicely written. And the gentleman took so much time to lay out their thoughts that, you know what, I thought that this would be a great opportunity to do something a little bit different today. And that is to share parts of his email on resilience last week's podcast. Because after all, you know, today's theme, you know, we're going to kind of just do a second look. So let's take a look at this wonderful email that I got from Fernando Betancourt. Um, Fernando wrote a, a really nice letter kind of laying out his thoughts about the subject of resilience. And so I thought I would just extrapolate, ooh, good word, extrapolate a few lines, a few um, thoughts that he gave me because I think it's really valuable uh, information to be sharing. And he says, I just listened to the podcast and I'd like to share my thoughts. The podcast feels like an ongoing conversation with you and the acting community at large. And I thank you for creating that. Well, you're welcome, Fernando. Now I'm going to skip down to a couple of really interesting points that he made. The whole thing is really great, but just a few points here. We will not get most of the jobs that we audition for. And that's if we're lucky enough to audition. 
We all know that this is the deal going in, and we'd better and we'd be better off making peace with that from the beginning. No one surpasses us. No one surprises us with the new information that we will not book most jobs. This is a given. It took me many years of feeling sorry for myself before coming to the realization because I had to overcome the commonly held belief of rejection that I inherited from other actors and teachers. I think that many actors, especially young actors, would benefit from this approach rather than the sad approach of, you'll get them next time. The reality is that you may not get them next time, or maybe you will. No promises. Uh, finally, he writes, I have seen AEA and SAG-AFTRA hold panel discussions on the subject of rejection, but no one addresses the fact that none of us are forced to do this. If it's that bad, do something else. I've chosen to come back and accept the terms and conditions that I know all too well, and I'm prepared to accept the roller coaster ride of pains, frustrations, and celebrations that come with this path. So thank you so much, Fernando. I thought those were really excellent points. And I thought he was uh, absolutely very, very clear that there are no guarantees. I mean, no one is holding a gun to our heads and saying, you have to be an actor. <laughs> that these are choices that we make. And speaking of choices, the previous podcast before uh, the Resilience podcast was all about the choices that we make. So if you haven't heard last week's podcast, I encourage you to do so because I certainly would like to hear your thoughts. But I think Fernando brings up a really, really good point in that what is the best way we can preserve our creativity and understand that the rules of the game or what he calls terms and conditions what they are whenever we audition. And so the realization I think that I've come to is to understand that if we can work on our auditions and that they in and of themselves, if the work that we put into an audition has its own rewards, whether it's we're learning some ideas for a new character, whether we're working on preparation so we're less nervous or apprehensive about auditions, Anything that we can do so that there's something self-supporting in the audition itself. I think that that's a good thing. I also have to share that for most of us, all of our lives, we've been told, if you work hard enough, then you'll get what you want. And the cold, hard truth, and this is, I think, Fernando's point as well, is that it's simply not true. The amount of work you put into whatever it is you're choosing to do does not necessarily pay the dividend you are expecting it to. That's why I am very much a supporter of self-reliance and resilience. That you're relying on yourself that no matter what kind of work you're doing, there's some part of you, some part of your creativity, some part of your soul that is getting nourished because you're doing the work and that you will probably not always get the brass ring. But that should be separated from the value you're getting from doing your own work. 
So again, Fernando, thank you so much for that. I, I find this to be really an interesting um, interesting subject, and I hope that you might want to share some thoughts that you have. And my email address, castingactorscast at gmail.com. That's castingactorscast, all one word, at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. And finally, uh, Fernando kindly uh, mentions that Michael uh, Kostroff has a great book and class about the psychology of auditioning, which is really helpful, called Psych 101. Audition Psych. Sorry. Audition Psych. And finally, Michael uh, Kostroff has a great book in class about the psychology of auditioning, which is helpful, called Audition Psych 101 that I recommend. Uh, again, with my sincere thanks, Fernando, for sharing that. So let's also now pick up, you know, taking a second look. We took a second look at the uh, podcast from last week on resilience, but let's take a second look on the subject of what a callback is all about. Because after all, I'll never forget, it was early on in my casting days that a a director turned to me and said, that was a nice actor. I'd like a second look. And you know what? I I honestly, I, I didn't kind of immediately know what he meant. I was kind of like, oh, absolutely. And like, did he want me to run outside the room and grab the actor and bring the... No, he simply was... That was his code for callback. <laughs> okay, this was a while ago, but I'm telling you, at the time, it was kind of unnerving. So let's take a second look. Let's analyze what callbacks are all about, because I think that there are some very... um how can I say this, common issues that happen with a lot of actors when they're asked to come back in a callback scenario. Now, I'm referring to both film, television, and theater callbacks. And these common issues that I see would really benefit just from ripping them apart a little bit, just kind of analyzing what the callback is all about. During the course of a day in a normal audition situation, uh, whether it's a feature film, a television project, but we can see as many as 25 to maybe 40 actors in a given day. And so after we've had extensive meetings with the producer and or director about what they're looking for, it's our job as the casting directors to go finding, go out in search of. In other words, we're personal shoppers for the talent. Given the meetings and information that we get in the meetings, we now go out and audition those actors that we think are going to fulfill the vision of what the producer or director is looking for. That's our job. Now, if we've done our job well and correctly, then that producer director is going to see several choices that not only fit what the producer director was looking for, but maybe even get some interesting additional ideas based on who we brought in to audition. So that's great, right? And the good news is, if the director or the producer says, gosh, I'd like to see that person again, or Let's, I'd like to give him a second look. <laughs> then um, that means we call you up and we give you what's called a callback. That is, you come back in. Sometimes there's new material that's given, um, sometimes not. It really depends on not only uh, the project that we're working on, but how much material there is for that particular character that we're looking for. Sometimes we will also be given instructions on uh, adjustments 
for the actor to make before they come in for their callback. But I can also tell you many times we get nothing. Just bring them back in. In other words, we, you've, you, the actor, have ticked off a lot of those checkboxes that the producer and actor, sorry, that the producer and director have had regarding what they want in the role. And so now, at, uh, here it is, the callback, the date and time are set, and you come back in. Here's the thing that I see more often than I care to, that the actor has worked even more on the script to the point that what they did in the first audition isn't recreated in the callback. And that's a bad thing. <laughs> it's not a good thing. It's really important you understand that that performance or that audition in the first round got you a callback. And so therefore, you must recreate what you did in the first audition as a starting point for the callback. You don't need to work on it more. You don't need to necessarily do more internal work or investigation or, or try to add or embellish anything that you did. In fact, I encourage actors to take notes after every audition, everything from what you wore to the background of the studio that you auditioned in, just because you might want to wear clothing that is complimentary and, and appropriate. Um, what was the energy? Who did you meet in the room? And when I mean by what, what was the energy, that means um, what kind of energy did you use for the character? What key words can you give yourself for the portrayal that you gave us in that first round audition? And so every audition has a few of your notes. Now you got a callback. You can refer to those notes and use that information in the callback because we don't want to see new stuff. We want to see what you did from the first audition again. We want a second look. I know this is a hard concept sometimes because when I say do it again, I don't mean to try to recreate the audition you gave us. I mean to approach it exactly as you approached the first audition in the callback. That means you need to still be very, very present. You still need to bring... Um, those qualities that you found really right for you in the character in the callback. And so from that point on, because the director and the producer and whatever creative team is involved will go, oh yeah, that's why we liked you. <laughs> and it's at that moment that the director, more often than not, will choose to give you some kind of an adjustment to make in the callback. But again, please be very, very careful that you just want to deliver the great audition you did in the first round, and then that gives us a starting point to work on the second round. I hope that makes sense. I kind of feel like I'm repeating myself just a little bit. The other thing that I'm not 100% uh, a subscriber of this, but I will share it with you because I think a lot of actors feel, you know, that this might be of value. And that is a lot of actors choose to wear the same clothing that they did in the callback that they did in the audition. Now, why I'm hesitant is I think it's really a brilliant idea for commercial work. Um, I think it just, it, it gets right to it. I think in some 
of film and television jobs. I think it really might trigger a, a positive feeling that they had about you in the first audition. Now it's in the callback and you're simply wearing the same clothes. You're bringing in your smiling, happy self to the callback. I think that that might be a good trigger or, or a good launching point. I'm not 100% sure it's like necessary or required to do that for every job, however. So you just might want to think it through and see, would this be a good idea if I wore the same clothing? Understand that wearing clothing in an audition and in a callback, it's more for you. How do you feel in the clothes? Does it help give you some interesting uh, elements of the character? For example, if you're playing a lawyer, you're not going to come in in jeans and a t-shirt. You're going to come in in a suit and tie. And, and the restrictive nature of some of the clothing that you wear, uh, a tight dress or a, 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 a kind of really sharp, well-pressed suit for a female lawyer character, for example. So those are all elements that might help you. It's not necessarily that it helps us or our imagination. But I think if it helps you, then it might be worth doing, including the callback. Again, I, I'm not kind of 100% kind of gung-ho on that. But it's kind of something worth thinking about, isn't it? So recreate what you did in the callback from the first audition. Think about whether or not the right clothes are, are going to be appropriate for the character that you're playing in the callback. And just be very present. The subtext when you walk into the room is, I can't wait to show you how I'm going to play this part. And there's a level of confidence and there's a level of, 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 of strength. And also, you're going to feel very, very creative when you walk into the room because you've done your work and you don't have to overwork anything. Just be there, be present, and Finally, be ready if the director or the producer wants to give you an adjustment. Working and playing well with others is so important, especially in a callback. Gosh, where's the time gone? It's so, flown by so quickly. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. It's been my pleasure to bring it to you. Please join me again. Love to see you here again on the patio, the podcast video, or any podcast provider. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and this is Casting Actors Cast. It's been great having you in our talent pool today. Your support means the world to us, so please consider sharing, liking, and reviewing this episode wherever you jump in. I'm Megan Grace Martinez. Thanks.